Savior, we welcome you to Blue Sundays. We've just been taking the time to pray for our children, for those that have been abused. And uh, we lift them up today in knowing that God is answering their prayer. But can I tell you today that no matter what you've been through, no matter what you've done, if you have been the abused or the abuser, no matter in your life how many times you have fallen down, you can get back up again. Last week, we talked about the second point. Can anybody remember the second point to my message last week? Second point was a hint. God gives you a second chance. (laughs) Were you here? I was too. It was wonderful. But God gives us a second chance. And we talked about Peter and how Peter failed God miserably. And how he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll die for you. And yet he ended up denying Christ three times. And he felt so heartbroken that he ran out. And he didn't even want to be with other disciples. And he he just knew that God couldn't use him anymore and didn't love him anymore. But I'm telling you, the very first thing that Jesus did when he rose again was he said, Go tell my disciples and Peter. He named him by name. I'm telling you, God knows you by name. He knows your past, and he doesn't consult your past to determine your future. Amen. God is a God that forgives and forgets, and he is able to make a way where there seems to be no way. And God is good at doing some things. Now, he's good at doing a lot of things, but I'll tell you what he's good at doing. Now, he don't just fix stuff. Now, how do we fix things? I am great at fixing stuff. I mean, when it comes to technical things, uh, mold, any kind, I, I can fix it. As long as it can be fixed with duct tape. If I can put some duct tape on it, then we're okay. Anything other than that, I have to call a professional. Listen, you can't just duct tape your life together. God never duct tapes us together and says, "Uh, that'll get you through. Here's what God does. He makes things new. He He doesn't just try to patch you up. He makes you all over again. He puts you on that potter's wheel. And oh, it hurts sometimes when he begins to mold you and shape you and break you. Oh, but if you'll just stay on board. Amen. God will make you a new creation. He'll pay, he paid a great price to make things new in your life. Now, in the end, we understand God is going to redo all of this. Revelation declares in chapter 21... And I just want to read to you uh, the first eight verses. I want you to just to get this in your mind. Because listen, you think this world's messed up. All this is messed up. People are messed up. The devil's running rampant and everything's out of order. I'm going to tell you something. God is going to fix it. Here's what he says. John declared, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. 
For the first heaven and first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away and he that sat upon the throne said behold I make all things new that's what I want to talk about today and he said unto me Right, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son. But the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Jesus declared one day, all of this pain, this heartache, all this thing that the devil has got into his creation. Because when God created the earth, he didn't create it this way. The enemy came in and sin entered the world. And when sin entered in, then pain and destruction and sorrow and all the things that we've been praying for today is a result of sin. But God begins to step in and he begins to redo and he begins to not just put some duct tape on it, not just put a band-aid on it and tell you, oh, don't worry about it, don't think about it. Hey, but what God wants to do is he wants to totally, completely renew your heart. He said, I'll take out the old stony heart and I'll put in a heart of flesh. I'll take out that old pain and I'll put in joy. I'll take away all of those memories and I'll give you a future. Hey, Amen. what the enemy meant for bad, what is a miracle it's when God takes something the enemy meant for bad and works it for your good every bad situation if you will allow it God can turn it around he didn't say everything was good there's a lot of things that's happened in our life they were not good but God can work them for our good if we will allow Him, if we will not get bitter, if we will not get angry, if we will allow God to speak into our heart. Because Jesus came when man was separated from God and man had no hope of being new. We were on our way. We were all on our way to the lake of fire. We were on our way to death and damnation. Amen. But Jesus said, Father, I'll leave the splendors of glory. I'll leave, amen, the palace of heaven. I'll leave the streets of gold. And I'm willing to go and live in human form and I'm willing, amen, to sacrifice my life so that they can have relationship with you again. You see, Jesus didn't suffer the pain that he suffered. He didn't take the stripes on his back. He didn't take the crown of thorns. He didn't take the nails in his hands and feet for nothing. It was for a purpose. And he declared that purpose. 
Jesus died for a purpose. He suffered. He walked that Golgotha's hill for a purpose. Why did he do it? He did it for you. He did it for a reason. He declared, if you're ready, you can go ahead and start it. If you got it. Luke had to step out a second. What did he say? I make all things new. You see, he had, when he was on his way to the cross, when he was on his way to die, when he was on his way, he was suffering. He was hurting. He was abused. He was beaten. He was bleeding from every spot where they had beaten, plucked his beard, spit on him, the crown of thorns. And he did it because he said, i got to look forward into eternity. I look forward into their life. And I need to make it right. I need to make it new. I'm not trying to just put a little band-aid on it. But I need to completely turn it around. And I need to make some stuff new for people. And because he was wounded, I'm healed. Because he was bruised, I can be free. His pain, and it causes joy to me. He said, how does that work? I don't know how it all works. It's supernatural how his red blood can apply to my black sin and make me white as snow. I make all things new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 declares, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Everybody say new. He says old things are passed away. And behold, all things are made new. If you're in Christ, that moment that you trusted Christ, amen, when you realize He paid a great price for your sin, and you say, Father, forgive me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Amen, you're no longer that same person. Maybe you look like the same person in the mirror, but I'm telling you, your whole disposition will change. People will see the difference, the joy that's in your eyes, the joy that's in your heart. Amen, your, your, your outside does begin to change, but sometimes we go, well, I'm wearing the same clothes, and I, I have the same color hair. I'm not new. Oh, but let me tell you, on the Inside, you are brand new. David declared in Psalms, not only does he want to give you a new heart and let you start all over again, but he'll put a new song in your heart. Oh, there's some of you need a new song today. You need a new song. You've been singing the woe is me song too long. Huh? You've been singing too many country songs. Your dog left and your truck broke down and <laughs> you, you've got to change your tune and change your song and begin to David declared nine, nine times in the word of God. He said he'll put a new song in your heart. Come on, somebody. Amen. As God begins to transform your life and He begins to pick you up, He puts a new song in your heart and you begin to sing, Look what the Lord has done. You're not singing some sad, sorrow, crying song. You're singing a song of rejoicing. You're singing a song of new beginnings. Amen. We're singing, look what the Lord has done. We're looking at this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. He puts a reason in your heart to be glad. He'll give you a new song. Today, these are, we're getting ready to go into this baptismal service. This is what these guys are doing. We've got six people who have made Jesus the Lord of their lives. And they want to identify with Jesus. As you identify with Christ. As you identify with his death. As you identify with his burial. As you identify with his resurrection. You see, you, there can be no resurrection 
without a death. You've got to die to something. We die to our old nature, our old flesh, our old ways, but it's not us that does it. It's Christ that does it in us. He declared it in Colossians chapter 2. Listen to this. These guys are being baptized. Listen to this. Buried with him in baptism. Wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God. Who hath raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh. He hath quickened together with him. Having forgiven all of your trespasses. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against you. Which was contrary to us. He took it out of the way. Nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly. Triumphing over them in it. You see the devil thought he had him beat. He thought there's the son of God. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to abuse him. I'm going to crucify him. I'm going to nail him to a cross. But what he didn't realize. That when he was nailing Jesus to the cross. He was nailing every one of our sins to the cross. Amen. Now, he wasn't only killing one person. Amen. But he was about to resurrect the family of God. He was about to make a way that man. Amen. Couldn't go to heaven. But now man have an advocate. He man had a way to the father. Man was about to get a lawyer. And now then every time we sin, the Bible declares that God, that Jesus, amen, goes on our behalf to the Father and makes intercession for us. And we were talking earlier about Sister Laura and these different ones that are child advocates and they go on their behalf. I'm telling you, we've got an advocate, amen, in Jesus Christ who goes before us to the Father and says, Father, don't hold that against them because my blood covers a multitude of sins and I've forgiven them. And when God sees his son's blood, he said he blots out all of our offenses. Aren't you glad? These today that are being baptized, they've made Jesus the Lord of their life. Their sins are forgiven. Amen. Their past has been blotted out. They're a new creation in Christ. And Jesus said, repent and be baptized. Baptism is a public confession of what you've done on the inside. Just as we said earlier, as we receive new members, joining a church doesn't save you. Being baptized in water doesn't save you. Confession of your sins and asking Jesus to be the Lord of your life. What causes you to be born again? His blood covers your sins. But then baptism is saying, Lord, I want to publicly confess. He said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father in heaven. And as we come to baptize today, amen, what these people are doing is they're saying, I've decided to follow Jesus. He's changed my inside. I'm a new creation. And when they go, when you go down in that waters, it's just like you're being identified with Christ's burial. And if I leave you under there long enough, <laughs> you would die. But Jesus doesn't want us to die. He wants us to live for him. So we're going to identify with his death. Oh, but then we're going to come right back up in newness of life. But we're going to leave all that old nature and all that old flesh and all the past. Amen. We're going to leave that buried under the waters of death. And they're coming up a new creation in Christ Jesus. And they're going to have a new beginning today. Can I get a big amen? amen. Are you ready for a new beginning? Yeah. I'm going to... 
go ahead and ask these. If you're getting baptized today, uh, ladies over here, gentlemen over here, y'all can go ahead. And there's some robes there. Just find, find one your size. And uh, go ahead and you can change in the restrooms. I'll be back there in just a moment. And, uh, but I want to I I ask you today. Are you ready for a new beginning? Are you ready for your second chance? Are you ready for your do-over? Are you ready to make a change? If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I've done a lot of things wrong. But I'm ready to do it right. I'm here to tell you today, you can start all over again. His grace is is sufficient what these six have done you can do you can make a fresh start you can make a new dedication Jesus when he was on the cross he said I make all things new he declared that in revelation but he he already had it in his heart that was what it was in his heart is to make it all new he's going to accomplish that just like I said in revelation at the end he's going to fix it everything is going to be right Every injustice is going to be right. Everybody will have to stand before God and give an account. And if your sins are not under the blood, oh, believe me, you don't want to stand before God and give an account for your sins. There will be many that do. And he'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. And he named all of those that would have their part in the lake of fire. But today, you can make a change. If you've been abused, we've celebrated Blue Sunday and prayed for these. Maybe you've been abused. You've been verbally or sexually or physically abused. And today you're carrying the pain and the guilt and the shame and the hurts. I'm here to tell you today, you can have a new beginning. Today you need to come and you need to unload those burdens. You've been carrying it too long. It's not your burden to bear. You need to come and give it to Jesus. Let Him carry it for you. Let Him heal your broken heart. Maybe you are an abuser. I don't know why you've done what you've done. What caused you the anger, the pain in your own life. But I'm here to tell you today. That God loves you too. And that He will forgive you. And that He can help you and deliver you from that spirit of anger and abuse. And help you to be a better husband. A better wife. A better parent. Today you say, Pastor, I need to start. I've got to stop. Maybe you're here today and you've been abusing yourself. Through substance abuse, drugs or alcohol, through cutting, eating disorders, different things that you've been hurting yourself, trying to cause pain because you're dealing with other issues. And I'm here to tell you today, God loves you. You can start all over again. He wants to heal your heart. He wants to give you new life. I want you to stand to your feet all over this building.